All right. Hello, and my name is John Michael Collins. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. Before we get started, the music you just heard is fun, it's upbeat, and in a way kind of depicts me. I would like to thank and give a very special shout out to my friends Marino and Noah Correa, who provided the music for this project. They're part of a company called Cinema Sonic, which is a company dedicated to providing quality audio and visual works for your next project. They're planning on opening a new studio in the Seattle area catering to professional-level podcast production. If you would like to learn more, visit their website at cinema-sonic.com. Cinema as in a movie cinema, hyphen, sonic as in supersonic, dot com. I currently work from 3.18 p.m. to 11.48 p.m. Because Boeing is so big that uh, there's just a lot of people. And due to Corona, they just stagger people coming into work instead of everybody coming in all at once. My sleep schedule is weird in that it's currently like almost 2 a.m., If you go to bed before like 10 p.m., there's a good chance that you won't be groggy and tired the next day and you'll actually get good quality adequate sleep. And then like if you go to bed after midnight, then it's the opposite of that or just after whatever time you initially choose whatever that just meant. So yeah, if you're just joining, this podcast is a personal and therapeutic tool that I call a vocal diary. It's just a space for me personally to process thoughts because I have so much noise in my head. I just kind of had this idea put on my heart, you know, why not record yourself talking about these things? And I'm slowly over time discovering, like, why I'm actually doing this, like the deeper purpose of why I'm doing it, which is really cool. And someday, like, I can look back on it. This way, if you're doing something like washing the dishes, then you can go back and listen to it. It's a space for me to process thoughts, explore stories, and aside from doing that for myself, just posting them for anybody who possibly wants to listen. I'm not doing this for any sort of social gain or to be a better human. I'm just, yeah, doing it. Why not, right? (laughs) Please give episodes one and two a listen. They are the only episodes that you should probably listen to chronologically if you're just tuning in to this episode now. And I want to take a moment and just like think about, or not think about, but I want to take a moment and pause just to say thank you for tuning in. Your listening has been motivation for me to continue talking because aside from me trying to find purpose in doing this for myself, it also gives me purpose to share these stories with other people in the hopes of inspiring someone because maybe eight episodes ago I started like adding lessons at the end of each one and I really try to stick to that. Just a quick disclosure that going on tangents may or may not be involved. This podcast is conversationally true to how I speak. So yeah, here we go. Episode one for this topic. Topic one for this episode. Uh, (laughs) In my recent episode, I made a comment about not going on exasperating stories for a while. So far, I've kind of taken you on some bit of a roller coaster, just diving deep right away. And if you've listened through those, thank you for putting your seatbelt on. I hope you wore your seatbelt. But yeah, this is also just a journal. So, I mean, it's filtered. In a way, it's not filtered. 
So this topic right now, to when I didn't know what politics were. <laughs> An interesting topic. I won't throw any like extra seasoning onto it. Because I understand that, yeah, there's just a lot of stuff going on right now. It's very easy to get frustrated and offended. But I can talk about this because it's like in the past and I've changed since then. We all have varying opinions. I remember it was probably 2008 when the thought of politics really just kind of started within my mind. I, <laughs> I wasn't even like in the vicinity of offense. Like I wasn't on either side. I wasn't above it. I wasn't under it. I didn't even know where I was. Hence the name of this topic, because I didn't really know what politics were. The only thing I knew was like that we had a leader of our country. Barack Obama came to town. I went to go see him. It was really cool just to like be in the presence of someone who was running for office. It was like an honor to just see him. Anybody of status, this person right here could potentially be the leader of our country. There have been a couple times when the president has come to town and I was like, hey, let's go see him. A very, very interesting experience. Moving forward a little bit from the first time that I saw a presidential candidate. Yeah, that's what you call him. I was very well unbiasedly introduced to politics in high school, actually. It was my senior government class. Because when you're young, forming opinions can be difficult. For me, I just didn't really care about anything. Not necessarily politics, just I didn't care about anything. And like now, I definitely care a lot more than I did. But high school politics, it was cool because like we learned about all the different branches of government, what capabilities the president has, the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, stuff like that, which definitely, <laughs> unfortunately, not all of it stuck. And this is a cool reminder for me to go back and like to actually put it on my list like, oh, hey, let's read that. Probably a month ago, close to a month ago, I read Martin Luther King's I Have a Dream speech and the Gettysburg Address. I was just like, wow, why, <laughs> sadly, why have I not read these things before? Which was a little embarrassing to say, but I mean, I'm, I'm proud that I took that, I took that initiative. But yeah, high school government class, I don't remember anything specific from it other than like people in it. But I'm, I'm really appreciative of that class because that's like where things, my understanding really started to get rolling. And just over time, from there, it took off as far as like learning more and tuning in, paying attention. Because to sit back and ignore what's going on with anything is silly. It's wrong. You have been given a very, very, very great privilege to be a human being and it's so easy to take that for granted i'm guilty of that i'm grateful for that class i'm grateful for the fact that we have leaders and people to support those leaders because if we didn't then uh it might be a little interesting <laughs> so just pay attention 
You don't have to have a perfect understanding. I don't have a perfect understanding. It's almost impossible for anybody to have a perfect understanding of anything. I recently heard a statistic that the person with the highest IQ knows less than 1% of all knowledge ever. I'll say that again. The person with the highest IQ knows less than 1% of all knowledge, which is amazing. Stars in the sky, the Milky Way. Don't quote me on statistics, but like, for example, what if that was like less than 1% of everything in the universe? (laughs) An interesting thought. So yeah, pay attention to what's going on and just do your best to uh, stay true to making your own opinion, but also being open to what other people think. On to our next topic. (laughs) To when I don't follow rules. (laughs) Nobody's perfect at doing anything. Let's see. As far as dates go, for that last topic, we'll say it was 2008, because that's the first time I saw a presidential candidate. And this topic, it really kind of, I think, started and came out when I was in middle school, eighth grade. I grew my hair out, I dyed it dark, and I just, you know, I I took rules with a grain of salt, but also <laughs> I feel like I'm jumping right to the lesson that rules are in place to keep us safe. Mostly, people sadly take advantage of enforcing rules and people get hurt. We'll say it's like a specific middle school, actually like ninth grade. But I've just always kind of had this goofy, quirky personality of taking rules with a grain of salt. I mean, clearly there are rules that I do abide by, unlike going a few miles over the speed limit. (laughs) I recently discovered how to go 0 to 60 in under 5 seconds. That's 0 to 60 miles per hour. I drive a stick shift, but you shouldn't bend the rules. Okay, let's take work, for example. The three jobs that I do, there's very, very little room, little to no room for error. I build airplanes. Why is this? (laughs) This is just lessons. I feel like these topics are kind of just, no, they're not. This one is interesting. But it's okay, because, you know, I'm just like, I'm just like jiving over the microphone right now. And you're listening, and I'm listening, and it's a joint endeavor together. (laughs) Yeah, I forgot it's like 2 a.m. This is weird. But I feel like my voice is fun. (laughs) I'm also trying to be kind of quiet. I have neighbors. Yeah, like there's a rule that I should probably be quiet. Wow, this is the first time that I'm whispering on my podcast. It's kind of, uh, I hope that you can hear me. Kind of cool. Maybe I'll just talk like this for a little bit. Like the rule of quiet hours. I don't even know if I have quiet hours. I'm, I'm trying to be considerate of my neighbors, but for the purpose of this podcast, like I really, really, really do to work. Like I've had very, very little time to actually like get, get going on a lot of things that I want to do. 
<laughs> yeah, now it feels like I just lost my voice. I've talked before about doing time budgeting. You spend, say you spend eight hours sleeping, eight hours at work. Like, where do you spend the rest of your time? You spend time eating, you spend time in the restroom, sitting in traffic. I feel like I've had very, very little time during the day because I'm so tired when I get home. Okay, I'm not tired when I get home from work. When I sleep and then I wake up, my body is physically sore the next morning. It is hard to wake up. It's been like a three or four month endeavor now of that. Trying to hang in there. It'll be okay. As far as rules. <laughs> Try your best. It's very hard to be perfect at anything. Okay, I'm going to stop whispering because I feel like that might be getting <laughs> annoying to you now and you might miss my voice. Yeah, just try your best. Which, it's funny because this whole episode, maybe I feel so far, is kind of a summation of our next topic, which is to when my attention span runs very short. It's really, really hard to sit through even an hour of learning something. Okay, it's like there's a certain threshold of until you get to a certain level of being interested in a certain topic, I feel like it's just terribly, terribly difficult to stay focused on it. <laughs> I mean, there are things that like I, I am interested in and I love, but the way that they're presented is very, very difficult to keep my attention. Like, that's really it, just sitting through presentations. What happens to me physically I just all zone out. Sometimes I just, the words will go over my head. I get bored. I stare off into space. I start doodling. Oh, I should do that more. I mean, I guess I don't really sit through presentations anymore. I think every time I've sat through presentations, though, I have started doodling just something. Something that I doodle to is I like drawing boxes, three-dimensional boxes. Three-dimensional boxes, <laughs> that's where my cover art came from. I drew that on a tablet, actually, which was really cool. I didn't realize you could do that. It's like a sketchbook where you don't have to, like, waste paper. So yeah, we all have an attention span. There's no rule. Yes, you were probably taught, along with me, to pay attention when someone's teaching you something, which is true. Someone could be saying something that could maybe save your life. And if you were zoned out, Staring off into space, doodling, biting your nails or something. You might miss it, that vital piece of information. And you'd be surprised, if you are paying attention, at the moment you wouldn't think that information would ever be meaningful, but like maybe down the road sometime it would be, and you'd be like, wow, I'm so glad that I was able to pay attention. But it is a miracle for me to be able to <laughs> pay attention during things. So yeah, just try your best to pay attention, okay? <laughs> okay. Yeah, all right. To when I got super interested in owning a lightsaber. I'd say this is maybe 2004. I was also really interested in, like, Lord of the Rings. I had a friend. Well, I still have the friend. You probably know who you are and that you really, really loved and maybe still love Star Wars. I still have some Star Wars Legos that we traded. Or maybe it was your cousin. 
And your cousin also pulled my hair out one time on purpose. That was painful, but I forgive him. <laughs> I forgive him. My hair grew back, I think. I didn't realize that lightsabers don't actually exist, like actual plasma lightsaber, like that technology. Maybe you could have like a little laser pointer, and there are laser pointers that can like cut through stuff. But I'm not a physicist, and I don't know how to make it so that photons only go a certain distance. A photon is a piece of light. A cool little fact. Water is a bunch of pieces of water. Put together, you have a body of water. And light, put together, you have a body of light. I remember searching eBay a whole bunch for lightsabers, and I was so bummed because I... I wasn't able to like actually find one that proved to be true. I never bought one. I found really great replicas of the lightsaber handle. What's that word? Hilt. George Lucas, please correct me if I'm wrong. The part of the lightsaber that you're holding, is it called the hilt? Like a sword? Because a lightsaber is like a light sword. Do you actually have like a working lightsaber? Like that can actually, you know, dismember a vehicle? Because that would be really cool. That would make scrapping metal really, really easy. But if the wrong hands got hold of a lightsaber, it would probably be very, very bad. Thank you for still listening if you're really bored, by the way. I'm just like jamming with my voice. It's like a, it's like a vocal jam. Anyway, yeah, so I was very super interested in owning a lightsaber. I was also very interested... Like I said, Lord, Lord of the Rings and like owning a ring, the, uh, the one ring to rule them all, the one that Frodo over the weekend took to Mount Doom. <laughs> a very, very long weekend in Middle Earth. <laughs> What's that noise? Oh, dang it. I don't like that noise. That's the tank of my toilet. It, the, it's refilling. I thought I fixed it, but. I guess I'm not the plumber that I thought I was. In regard to this last topic, explore your imagination. Like if you if you think something would be really, really cool to like have, draw pictures of it or think about it or like make a movie. Be creative with the thought of it. Our imaginations are the bedrock of our creative selves. Or maybe it's the other way around. Yeah. I don't know if lightsabers exist or not. I don't know. There are a lot of things that I don't know. But one thing I do know is I'm going to go to bed right now. <laughs> I really want to thank you from the deepest part of my heart for tuning in to this episode. Please feel free to share this with your family and friends and anyone and everyone you know. And also, if you don't mind, head over to my website, which acts as my creative portfolio. JohnMichaelCollins.com Michael, John, Michael, John, Michael, John. Thanks for listening.